everyone. Welcome back to the Refill Studio. This is your host, SB Philos4. This is your weekly Bang Dream podcast, giving you the best up-to-date information on upcoming news and updates to the franchise, as well as give you insight from prominent community members sharing their experiences and stories about the game. As always, feel free to check out our website, links in the description below, on how you can support the podcast either by joining the YouTube membership program or by subscribing to my Twitch channel. All Filler Nation members can listen to the Refill Studio podcast recordings live while they're happening. Uh, but of course, feel free to join the Discord server. Um, anyone's welcome to interact with special guests and join a really fun community. So hope to see you there. This uh, news corner will feature some pretty exciting updates to come. So uh, we'll uh, talk quite a bit about JP Dory and Ian Dory. Uh, but we do have two special guests uh, for our studio uh, who will be joining us very soon. So I'm going to try and keep this weekly news corner as brief as possible uh, to give them a bit of time. So let's start off with the weekly news corner and share some of the exciting updates that are coming. All right. So let's talk about JP Dory first, as we always do. So if you listened to my last episode of the podcast, I tried to predict what we're gonna what what were going to be the upcoming updates or upcoming events uh, for for JP Dory in the schedule. Uh, turns out I was very wrong. <laughs> Instead, we have a uh, full Afterglow event. Um, it is a team live event, and it's cool attribute focus. It's called Scribble in the Blue. Um, this uh, event features four star Mocha and four star Ron as the Gacha focus, and yeah, it's a team live event, new song, new Afterglow song, and it's actually only been about three months since the last full Afterglow uh, event. So Afterglow getting another event, great for them. Uh, they all, they always, for whatever reason, seem to precede a uh, full pop and party event like last time. So um, yeah, good stuff on them to get another event. That does mean I am uh, quite wrong in my prediction. And um, there's going to be one event between now and the Razor Suleiman Band Story 2. Um, again, I'm still fully expecting it's going to be a Roselia, most likely. Uh, maybe the uh, the mixed event that I theorize is probably not going to happen. Um, so again, I'm not going to say two more because I could just be completely wrong and you know just uh, completely mess this up in my predictions and look like a fool. But uh, either way, um, there is the currently the Afterglow Team Live event right now. So yeah, so so we'll see how it goes with the schedule. Again, I'm looking forward to most likely seeing some year-end covers as well uh, for JP Dory soon. But uh, for the time being, we're probably going to be in a uh, a loop of a bunch of full band uh, stories, which is is certainly still uh, very good to see. Um, in addition, JP Dory is introducing this new update, this uh, V5.8 update, and this update um, adds this low latency mode. So this low latency mode apparently introduces this technology called Sonic Sync, which will presumably reduce the amount of delay that will happen between when you uh, tap, okay, and, and when the effect is actually registered. So basically, like, this will affect people's timing and the sound effect that comes out, right, to sort of register that, yes, you did indeed tap the note. 
Um, so for some people, this might be a welcome addition because uh, maybe they don't really like the latency timing of Bandari. So having this uh, mode turn on may be able to help them improve their gameplay. Um, some people, I'm not sure, it may be effective, it may not work that well, and uh, they would rather turn it off, which is certainly doable. It's, a t it's an on, it's a toggle function, so you could certainly turn it on or off at any point. I'm personally not familiar with the Sonic Sync technology. I'm not sure if other rhythm games in the past have used this technology before, but um, if you have experience with it, or um, you know, you maybe you're playing JP Doy right now and you you've played out to, uh, with this toggle on and you can share your experiences about it in the comments below. I personally haven't heard too much about from uh, from players personally about this, but um, eventually it's going to be added in Ian Dory, most likely, uh, sometime next year. So uh, maybe we'll all be able to eventually test it out and see how well um, it works. So that's a pretty interesting, unique change that they're actually introducing some sort of low latency uh, toggle mode uh, in the game. So turning uh, to Ian Dory, uh, Ian Dory right now, the current event is a spur to teamwork, which is the VS Live featuring Toko and Ron. In my previous episode, I did mention that the New Year's event was most likely going to be delayed. Uh, it was supposed to be the next event, but it's going to be delayed because of the Dreamfest that was supposed to come with it. And that was supposed to come with the 4.10 update so yep uh, we're skipping events again and we have uh, a VS live that was supposed to happen next year but uh, it's now happening in November of, of this year which is you know pretty interesting but you know that's just kind of how it is right we have to kind of deal with it we've talked about this plenty of times but there's light at the end of the tunnel because if you if you guys stay tuned or if you guys follow the uh, the official bang dream Twitter account for Yendori, you'll notice that they've actually fully revealed the Doremi Hello Happy collab event. And it's going to be happening on November 26th. Now, data miners a couple days prior were, were able to find some logging campaigns for the collabs to indicate that this was going to happen on November 26th. And Ian Dory has officially confirmed it. So as you can see, if there's a big event coming up, there's always going to be promotional marketing material for it. So now we see that, which means a couple of things. One, wow, we actually got the, the licensing for um, the Doremi collab, which is great. Uh, that's something I feared a lot, but it seems like they were able to figure that out. And two, this also means that the 4.10 update might actually be ready. And because the main reason why this was delayed was because of the 4.10 update. So the fact that now the event is coming out means 4.10 updates coming uh, very soon, which also means other events like the aforementioned New Year's Dream Fest and Man Story 3s, like Title Idol and One of Us. So looks like the update is finally coming to fruition and we'll look forward to making up some events that we skipped uh, in the near future now i cannot say how exactly this schedule is going to look um, i don't know if one of us is going to be immediately after this event or perhaps they're still going to add a little, little few events here and there and then slowly transition to the the, the band story threes but um we'll see how it goes so stay tuned um, to another episode because most likely next episode we'll be talking about most likely what will be the next event after um, the uh, Doremi collab. For those who are unaware about the Doremi collab, let's briefly talk about what we're expecting to see in the, the Doremi collab starting on November 26th. So first of all, 
We have two cover uh, songs that we'll have to keep in mind, but that will be added to the game. The first one is Ojamajo Carnival, which is covered by Hello Happy World. I believe this is the very first opening to the uh, anime series. Um, and there's another song called Dance Ojamajo, which is actually, I believe, the fourth season opening that will be covered by Pass the Palette. So two new cover songs that we were able to get into the game, which is obviously really, really nice. Um, of course, there's going to be limited gacha. So with these limited costumes and all of them look really adorable in Howl Happy World in these costumes. So um, for those who are saving stars for this collab, I think your time has come. And best wishes on your gacha adventures because, of course, these cards are definitely looking really nice. Uh, there's also going to be a login campaign. So there was the data miners already mentioned there was going to be some pre-event uh, login campaign where there's going to be a few small stars that we've already data mined. But um, during the collab, there's also going to be a login campaign of up to 2,500 stars, which is exactly one ten pull. The first login, you're going to get 1,000 stars, and then it will slowly accumulate up to uh, 2,500. So a lot of stars for everyone. This is looking really good. Um, you know, a lot of opportunities to get more stars here. Um, there's also going to be a um, Marina's gift box where this Maho Do, um, yeah, so so you're going to uh, exchange, um, you're going to collect Maho Dama, which are the Marina coins, to exchange them for Maho Do, uh, which are prizes. Um, well, you know, it's the usual prizes that we, we normally see. Um, in, in Marina's gift box. But there's also going to be some like exclusive uh, titles that you can look into. And also, because we are under a new Marina's gift exchange box that requires only seven uh, coins per box, this is actually going to be new and different from um, JP Dory, where their exchanges were a little bit more expensive with 10 coins. So we're probably going to follow the, the seven coin uh, exchange boxes, which means they're cheaper and most likely easier to get these um, these prizes. So that's obviously a, a big bonus. So great stuff. That that's one definitely. That's a really exciting change um, that will be for the better in in this case. And then there's also going to be opportunity for a collab mission where you can collect an exclusive Kokoro uh, costume as well as uh, cans uh, for boosts that will have a special uh, brand name to it called Oi Cola. So, you know, pretty, pretty interesting there. Um, so a lot of things that are happening during this event that's happening next week. So definitely looking forward to that, uh, to the collab. I believe, it, lastly, before I, you know, we, we move on, um, I believe there was also mentions where there's going to be a special um, star campaign of paid stars because... This event so happens to happen during Black Friday, uh, which is a really big event in the Americas um, where everything is on sale and such. So I think, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that Ian Bushiro was trying to maybe time the Doremi collab with Black Friday because they know they're going to get a lot of stonks, a lot of money. And perhaps, you know, combining the two events together um, can really incentivize people to spend some money, especially after what they've had to deal with for the past couple of months with their uh, scheduling and lack of transparency. But, um, you know, um, I don't think it's a coincidence, I think. I, I think it's uh, uh, definitely somewhat planned, <laughs> in my personal opinion. But either way, um, 
collab coming, which means Band Story 3 should also be coming very soon and hopefully before the end of the year. So let me know in the comments, guys, what you're most excited about about this collab that's coming up, as well as the fact that most likely the Band Story 3s and version 4.10 will be coming very, very soon. Um, so let me know uh, what you guys think about that. Let's move on and uh, welcome our special guests to the studio. We have two lovely guests uh, that will join us very soon. So looking forward to having a, a great conversation with them and we will see you there. Want to support the Refill Studio? Check out our website. Links in the description below. Here you can learn more about the podcast as a whole as well as complete our feedback form to give comments about how we can improve the project as well as suggest any future special guests that you would like to see on the studio. You can also learn more about how you could support the podcast by joining the Filler Nation either through a Twitch subscription or joining the YouTube membership below. Thanks again to the Filler Nation members for your constant support and a reminder that all Filler Nation members can access the podcast live when they are recording in the Unga Academy Discord server. We hope to see you there. Welcome back everyone. As always, let's refill to 99 as uh, let's begin this next set. I have the greatest pleasure of having two special guests today for the refill studio, uh, welcoming Emmy and Pastry to the studio. Uh, Pastry, uh, familiar with the surroundings here, but Emmy for the first time. Uh, and thank you both of you for taking the time to join uh, the studio today. Thank you. It's our pleasure to be here. Hello, yes, thank you for having us. So usually I would uh, do a, a quick introduction for, for both of you, and um, one of the notable achievements is very recently in the Prismatic Duel event. Uh, both of our lovely guests here got top one and top two, uh, Pastry and Emmy respectively, in the event. Um, and usually I would have the uh, guests uh, introduce themselves and add a bit more to that. I'm going to do something a little different. Uh, Pastry, why don't you, in your words, introduce Emmy to uh, our, our listeners here? And what, what are her uh, you know, notable things that uh, you would like to point out? <laughs> well, I would be happy to do so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Emmy is, as many are probably aware, and if you're not aware, you'll uh, get to find out for the first time, is my wonderful girlfriend of about a little over a year and a half at this point, um, and also a very notable tier in her own right. Uh, alongside this Prismatic T2, she's pretty notable for also being the Valentine's Pasupare event T1 and a very big Hinastan, and devotedly towards my dream T2 as well, along with a host of other titles that would take way too long to get into. But <laughs> all in all, that is my lovely girlfriend. <laughs> Great intro. Top, I'm red. <laughs> the the I'm red expression is back. <laughs> and um, I know, again, for our viewers, they might be pretty familiar with pastry already. But Emmy, what, what, what else would you like to add um, if you were to introduce pastry to our viewers here? Uh, I don't know. I think everyone's pretty aware that he's a pretty big whale. In the oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad I could. Too many titles. He's got like, I think like five now, five T ones in total. I think, right? Because two, there's two song T ones, and then he has 
three event ones. I think that's yep, fine. That's right. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Well, again, both of you, uh, big welcome to the uh, the studio once more. And uh, as Pace Groundy mentioned, Emmy, um, you know, uh, you are a big Hina stan, but even before you uh, became a Hina stan, maybe share a little bit of how you got into uh, Bandery and how Hina ended up becoming basically your, your favorite character of the franchise. Um, I got into it pretty randomly because I was, before Bang, Bang Dream, I was playing um, Love Live, the school idol festival. But I quit, I think, because my phone couldn't, um, couldn't fit the storage anymore. So then I think once I got an iPad for school, I was asking my friend, oh, what games should I download? And she was like, oh, I play this game with my other friends. Like, you should try it out because you played Love Live. It's called Bang Dream. I can add you to, like, a group chat with like my other friends and we can all talk about Bang Dream. And I was like, oh, I, I don't know. Like I've never played it like rhythm games super seriously before. And I'm not really, I'm not really too good with talking or like meeting people in general. I'm pretty quiet, but she added me to the group chat anyway. And it was, it was like, it was, a, it was a lot smaller than I expected. She said it was like, oh, it's just a small group chat, but it was literally like, four of us in total afterwards and i was like why did you add me here because it was um it was pastry and ingo and then it was me and then it was her and pastry and ingo get pretty like like intense with their bang bandry talk and i just freshly downloaded a game so i was like oh my god what are they talking about they would be talking about like high score rating and they'd be like oh this team is good for this and i'd be like i don't know how to build anything i don't know how to play this game i have no idea what they're talking about and I just, like, sat there and I did not talk, like, at all. Um, I think I got, I started liking Hina because I got her card first, her four star. I think it was Twin Stars because I, I think I downloaded the game right after Twin Stars ended. So, mm -hmm. and then I just, I was like, oh, she's really pretty and I really like stars. And her, and her card has a lot of, like, astronomy base. Mm -hmm. So I started reading, like... Hina stories and then I started reading Pasupare stories and I was like oh my god they're so cute I love them mm -hmm. I think that's mostly it well yeah you know again uh Hina definitely is one of those very uh charismatic characters very as we all know boppin so you know it's, that's definitely very uh very very contagious I was just gonna ask, you know, if whether or not these uh, these friends in that small friend group still or that group chat still played the game, but you already answered that, and we already know the answer. <laughs> they uh, they very that. very very religiously still play this game. <laughs> I think it. I think my old friend doesn't play anymore, but mm -hmm. Pastry and Ingo are, you know, very into the game. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. I mean, we both just got T1s pretty recently. <laughs> Actually, back-to-back, -back, which is kind yeah. of funny. Yeah, back-to-back T1s. Uh, Ingo definitely will have a lot to talk about, maybe in the future, about that uh, uh, that recent T1. But, uh, you know, uh, switching over again to, to topics here, uh, I know, pa uh, Pacer, you already mentioned your favorite character, um, which, of mm -hmm. course, is, is Sayo. Um, I didn't give you an opportunity in the last episode that you were here to talk about your particular uh, sort of affection for uh, an interaction between two particular characters, which are, you know, some of your favorite characters as well, which is uh, Aya and, and Saya. 
maybe 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 you could take the time to share a little bit more about your favorite parts about their interaction with these two particular characters who are not really normally seen uh, together. Oh, so I and Saya specifically, you mean? Yes. Yeah, well, I'd be happy to say, talk about that. So, um, yeah, I know I talked a lot about Sayo in, I think, the first podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't really talk too much about Aya back then. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I guess, like, Aya actually was one of my favorite characters early on, even though I didn't expect her to be. Because mm-hmm. I think I mentioned in the previous podcast, I'm not very big on the idol scene as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed what, reading Pasipati's stories because uh, when I got around to the point where I was reading them, um, Aya really stood out to me a lot because she is both idealistic, which I think is a really f- nice trait to have, and someone who works towards achieving that idealism as well. You know, she really doesn't like take things for granted too much, um, or she, but she, uh, she definitely can be a bit um, overly idealistic at times, but I think that's not necessarily a bad trait to have. And so it's kind of interesting having uh, someone like Aya, who's very, who's, who's very different in terms of that mindset compared to Saya, who I think I've mentioned is a lot more uh, realistic when it comes to her goals, and in some cases almost pessimistic about herself as a whole. Um, and so they both end up being my favorite characters for two completely different reasons. Mm-hmm. And so I was always thinking like, it would be nice to have some interactions between them. And I didn't really know that there was much between them because as far as I was aware, the only thing they had prior to Karuta was um, Tanzaku. And in like the Tanzaku story itself, it was really just a whole, just a little bit of like interaction when they run into each other mm-hmm. um, in like Aya's workplace. Um, but because I was consuming stories at the time, I happened to look at, I believe it was Aya's um, card story. And mm. I got an interaction there between Aya and Sayo, where I found out that Aya is actually also an older sister. And it was really interesting because suddenly there was a dynamic there that I hadn't really thought about before. And I got this opportunity to see how see Aya and Sayo talking with each other about what it's like being a big sister and how they see their little sisters and the expectations that their sisters or or like their siblings have on them and what it means to be a big sister. And that was kind of what kickstarted the whole dynamic for me and why I was like, oh, actually there might be more to this than I thought there would be. So I was always waiting for that's kind of what I guess started my interest in Aya and Saya as a relationship, mm-hmm. not not like romantic relationship, but as a dynamic, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so I was always lo- waiting for that event to happen, and you know, Karta came around, and I got to see exactly that. And now mm-hmm. it's just, you know, they're still pretty rare, but I really like the dynamic that they have with one being so goal goal oriented with like Sayo, where she comes across a problem and she already is thinking, how should I approach this? What can I do to get to this point? Versus Aya, who always has the idealistic aspect in mind, like what's the best that we can achieve, right? And so it's kind of like, 
together they're they kind of complement each other in that sense so yeah. that aspect definitely appeals to me very much for sure for sure R rare pairs are definitely you know for all people who consume rare pairs it's always like you know you try to find li little crumbs here and there to try and fill your your, your satisfaction but I, I i would have to agree with you pastry like i think part of the reason why i like aya so much even though she's like so different from sayo is i guess just because of their differences as well and um they're both very hard workers but in completely different ways and they're just, just such mm -hmm. a unique dynamic and um i always I, when i see aya what first time i was like oh i really want to root for her so <laughs> um yeah yeah uh do you, are there any uh any times where there's like uh disagreements on um on uh pairings between you two or it's just kind of like yeah yeah we we, we just kind of leave it at that <laughs> um I don't think there's usually disagreements. Mostly probably because I don't feel like super strongly about fair, parents. Fair, fair. Yeah, same. For me, it's like there's not nothing really that I'm like actively against mm -hmm. or anything as far as like dynamics go. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's just, and I've said this before, I think there's 35 best girls in this franchise. <laughs> so any interactions between them is like fine by me. And I always feel that there's just like a new facet of a relationship to see when people that don't normally talk or when uh, dynamics that aren't normally explored come up. But I also like seeing new additions to familiar dynamics too. Because sure. I think it's also good to see that the these relationships don't necessarily stay stagnant. There's mm -hmm. always some growth to the relationship as well. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so we'll see again how uh, uh, stories and characters continue to develop as the franchise continues to grow. Um, and we'll see. We'll see how uh, you know further of these uh, interactions uh, grow and, and develop as as the time goes. Um, Let's jump into a little bit more into, I guess, uh, our expertise here, which is, of course, in into tiering. Um, Emmy, I, I want to. Uh, I think I already kind of know the direction of where this is going, but maybe share a little bit more about how you first started getting into tiering and the the first event uh, that you you really started you kind of consider to be a, a serious tiering attempt. I guess my first tiering experience ever would be Summer Party. Mm -hmm. So I think that was, I think that was an IHE7 actually. I didn't really know what I was doing and I don't remember what I was going for. I think I said T100 and then I told, and then I, I think I, I think I actually decided on it like maybe a few days in advance and I was like, oh, like telling Pastry, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tier Summer Party. And he was like, oh, like the one that like that's coming up in a few days and i was like yeah and he's like how high are you going i'm like probably t100 and then i think i played like eight or nine hours at the start and i was like do you think this is good enough for t100 and he was like most t100s do not play like eight or nine hours at the start <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh that's fine and i was like all the way at like 17th and he was like why are you still playing it was like 4 a.m and i was like i don't know like maybe maybe I can pass like 16th and he's like why and I'm like I, I don't know it seems fine um, and then I think I just like played a lot just as I would because just because I was like oh maybe I can pass the person above me and then I think I finished I, or I like I didn't finish but I was 
pausing around like 13th or so. And Pastry was, at first he was like, oh, you should go for 13th um, because that's the Taylor Swift number. And I was like, oh, maybe I should. And then later on, like there were, um, people found out there was a hacker in T10. And then he was like, you know, it'd be so funny. Like if you tried like to go for T11 and then the, the hacker got banned. So you get T10. And I was like, oh my God, do you think I can? Do you think I can? And he was like, I don't know. You can try. And I was like, oh my God, maybe, maybe I should, maybe I should. And he was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Like, no, wait, I don't think like, are you actually considering this? I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, I don't know. I don't know how to tier, but this seems fun. And like at this time, I didn't know how to build teams. Either. Honestly, I don't remember what team I was running to get this score, but I was getting like 4K points like around there each game. And I don't know what what team I was running to get that. But I was like, I was just like pubbing and it was like pretty hard because I mm-hmm. um I was I was like 12 and I think the person in 11, I think it was Iku. I don't remember. It was Iku, yeah. Yeah, I, it was really stressful because I didn't know what I was doing, right? So, and I think she was in, she was in a tiering server or like, I, it was a verse life, so it didn't really matter. And I would just like, I would just like really badly track how fast she was going. And I was like, yeah, this is like impossible. Like I play like, I think like two hours and then she can catch up to me in like 30 minutes, like in her own like room. Like it's kind of impossible. And I think... I think Pastry was asleep and I was having like my breakdown and I was like, I'm not oh, going to no. do this anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. And he woke up and he was like, what the heck? And then he was like, do you want, do you want me to like invite you to the tiering server? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, how does a tiering server work? Like, what if I, what, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I've never, I've never even played like Bang Dream seriously before. But then mm-hmm. he, I don't know. I think he pulled some like strings and then like, got me into the tiering server. And I just like sat. Pulling strings in this case means I asked hawk and movie do you mind if i invite this person to the tiering server they're my friend and he's like yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> that was it yeah but uh it was pretty fun both in the tiering server because i've never been there before and like i think i was mostly rooming with hawk so it was like my first experience meeting hawk too mm-hmm. and he's like a super chill person and he was just like yeah, and he kept like pausing and everything and doing like his own thing. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. And I ended up with T11. And then I think the hacker got banned, I think, half an hour or so after the event ended. Mm-hmm. Like at first, he didn't get banned or they didn't get banned. So I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, this is a good experience for next time. And they got mm-hmm. banned. And I was like, oh my God, they got banned. <laughs> and then, I, and then I, yeah, I think later on when I like started getting into more into tiering like mm-hmm. i saw the tracking the tracking sheet and i just like looked at my column and it was just completely gray because i was never in t10 <laughs> until the end so it was like mm. <laughs> these hours look very nice wow yeah wow. That, i distinctly that... remember that too because i think i remember just say telling you like so many times early on in the event okay, you're, like, so safe for T100 at this point. You really don't need to keep playing. And then you were just like, I want to keep playing. I want to yeah. keep playing. He kept saying, like, <laughs> what are you aiming for? I'm like, I don't have T100. Do you think this is enough? And he was like, you're you're way over. Like, you're way over what you need to be. And I was like, are you sure? Should I keep playing? <laughs> and at some point, I was just like, okay, it's clear that you're not, you're going to keep playing anyway. So I figure if you're going to play, keep playing, you might as well just go for something interesting and so that's why i was like oh you should just go for t11 and we'll see if what happens if the hacker gets banned and then it worked out yeah 
Oh, you know what's a really annoying thing that happened during that mm-hmm. event, though? I'm still really, like, angry. Or not angry, like, annoyed by this. But, like, I lost, like, $100 worth of stars oh, because I don't remember what happened. I think it was my credit card wasn't linked properly and I had, like, a balance in my Apple account already or something. But, like, I clicked purchase in the game. And then it didn't give me my stars, but it like took my money. So I like I emailed Bushi and I was like, hey, I didn't get my stars. Like, can you fund me? And they were like, oh, contact Apple. So I contacted Apple. I'm like, hey, so like I purchased stars and I didn't get them. And they, I emailed them and they told me to email you. Can I get my money back? And they were like, no, that's in the app. You have to like you have to email Bushi. And I was like, yeah, I, I did email Bushi, but they told me to email you and they're like well it's in the app we can't really do anything so then i emailed back Bushi, and i was like hey like apple said they can't refund me can can i get my like can you give me stars like i can give you like a screenshot of my purchase history like i didn't get the stars so i don't know what to do and they were like no we can't see your purchase i'm like okay but i'm showing you the purchase now here's the history here's a screenshot and they're like yeah but we can't see that and i'm like yeah but i'm showing you like right now and they're like no we can't help you you have to email apple and i was like what like what am i even supposed to do so then i i just gave up and i was like you know what this is like and then you guys are literally just repeating the same things back to me. I'm just going to let this one go. And also, I was like, should I just charge back on my credit card? But then I was scared that they would, like, block my account. And then it locked me out. So I was like, you know what? Goodbye to my G. That's fine. Good, it was really sad. Indeed. Goodbye, yeah. indeed. But uh, that, that event, uh, it kind of definitely triggered some... Some gorilla instincts and some uh, some whale instincts in you. Just like suddenly, like you know what? I'm gonna go for my first top 100, and then like accidentally just kind of sneak you away into the T10. That's a uh, that's crazy. That's honestly really crazy. I also find it really hilarious that Hawk just like allowed you in the server when you're like kind of sniping, but not really. So that was like really funny as well. I think um, I... movie was T1, yeah. but it was really funny because. I roomed with him for mm-hmm. like, like all, in almost all my rooms, and then at the very end, he was like, "Who's T eleven? And I'm like, "What? Like, <laughs> we've been talking like the entire time." <laughs> and he was, was like, like, "Who's T eleven? He was like, "Oh my god, congrats! Thanks for like rooming with me." And I was like, "Oh, no problem, I think." <laughs> And I was like, movie, what are you talking about? I literally told you this. <laughs> yeah, like, I think when, when Pastry was getting me in, he was literally like, I'm inviting the T11 in. But at the end, he was, movie was still like, who's T11? <laughs> well, well, that's that's how it is. But again, big, big shout outs to Pastry for helping you get that, uh, get into the server and, you know, with those last fills before uh, you get that first uh, tearing experience and end up being a, a one less zero than you thought it was. So. Yeah, big. Funny big how that happens. That. Yeah, I think the same days. thing actually happened with me when yeah. I was going for my for Neo aspect. I originally mm-hmm. just planned for T1K, mm-hmm. and then I just ended up in T100 by the end of it, anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it it, it, it could be a trend. Along. Yeah, it could be a, a, a trend. Who knows that next person could be like, ah, oh, maybe I'll get a, a low T10 and accidentally get T1. Maybe <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that'd be that'd be kind of uh, strange, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Pacer, speaking of T1s, uh, you've gotten quite a few titles yourself since the last time we spoke. Actually, the, it's funny because it hasn't felt like a long time ago, but it's been actually th- three months since we last had you in the in the podcast. 
Um, a lot has happened in three months, so maybe share a little bit about uh, some of the titles you've achieved since the last time we, we spoke. I'm pretty sure the last time we spoke was Dignified, wasn't it? Yes, that's correct. I actually, I actually only have one new event title since then, and it just happens to be Prismatic T1. Um, so I don't really mind talking about that. But uh, what about I also, um, what about uh, uh, the the event literally right after C Letter from the Sea? Oh, that's right. I forgot. You have so many titles, you don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> it was you back to back, too. Like, how did you oh, yeah, that's that right. No, I totally, you know, that's a great point. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because, like, actually, the funny thing about that is we actually did letters together, too. Uh, M was a T2 for that event. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess, yeah, I guess we could talk about letters, too. Uh, oh, but. Yeah. Letters was pretty chill compared to compared to Dignified. I think we like I was playing playing with work, but even then mm -hmm. I was just like it wasn't it wasn't like competitive or anything. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of played and did it and like played when we can and it was there wasn't really like anything to talk about. I don't know. Do you mm -hmm. have anything that, that really stood out to you? Uh I don't think so. I just remember like feeling kind of stressed out because you kept passing out and i was like stop passing out please play you'd be like at like t5 or something or t6 and i'd be like i know you can get there but please just ease my anxiety and get to <laughs> please okay in my defense i still had work though so like yeah you would work and then you would just like i would just like hello it's tear and you'd be like you'd be gone you'd be like out like a light and i'd be like, hello <laughs> i mean it's just one of the things there's like i i didn't really feel like a lot of pressure fair, when playing fair. because there wasn't really a lot of pressure mm -hmm. so it was just like oh i can catch up later I can I don't I don't necessarily need to force myself to go hard right now, and so I just didn't. Mm -hmm. Fair, fair, fair. Um, I guess then to to add to that, right? Because again, you both of you tiered together for Letters of the Sea, and then eventually later, both of you tiered for um, uh, Prismatic Duel, um, which of course was the most relative what a re relatively recent event. Um, how did how did that go? Like in terms of your overall experience, I imagine it, there was at least a, a little bit more stress there, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Where do we even start with prismatic? Yeah. Oh my god, um, I was stressing about prismatic like so long, like weeks before it happened. It yeah, really I, I I think the main thing with this with prismatic was that we honestly just didn't really know when it was gonna come. Mm -hmm. Because of this whole issue with the update and one of us being delayed and Ojo Majo being delayed, I kind of, I kind of set up like a idea of like what timeframes I could see the event coming in, mm -hmm. and I was and so we tried to like plan our time off around that, um, but uh, ultimately we didn't really plan. We didn't really. Um, plan out well enough because like I think we both had to put our time off in fairly early so at the time when we put in our time off we were still thinking like oh there's still a chance for one of us to come before then and Oja Maja to come before then and so we should put it in for like around this time period 
and then neither one came so it ended up coming like two weeks early or something I think we um I think we put it in maybe about a month or so before before we thought it would come because we were like oh like this update will they like they can't screw up that badly to like make it like a full month right like after a month they should have everything under control after a month they do not have everything under control yeah like i took time off from prismatic's original plan and i was like do you think i should take like the no limit time just in case like it gets shifted one event early and pastry was like i think that would be safe enough and then it wasn't (laughs) safe enough it was was uh, not safe enough it was quite quite different how how did that how did you end up uh kind of arranging that you didn't Um, I didn't because <laughs> I ended up with um because work was really busy like for these yeah. last couple of weeks so I originally had I think like a 20 hour work week the week during prismatic and then I think a week or two before like the new prismatic deadline in I, I it got shifted to like 40 hours and then I was like wait so I'm working 40 hours during prismatic like that makes I'm Oh my god, I was so stressed out. I was like, should I just drop? I'm just gonna drop now. I don't think I can do this. This is like competitive too. There's no way I can do like a competitive T2 working 40 hours. That's oh my god. Yeah, I think that was like mainly like the big issue for us with mm. Prismatics timing. Cause uh at least for me, I still had to work 40 hours during the event. But since I work from home, I can kind of get away with playing at work if i need to not that i want to do that or i should be doing that but i could do it if i really needed to Mm -hmm. so i figured i at least had some leeway to work with but with em since she has to like actually go to a workplace like there wasn't really like any way around it Mm -hmm. and so it was kind of like leading up to the event we were both just pretty stressed and depressed (laughs) (laughs) it was just like you know, I I we we had this in, planned out for like a whole year and everything, mm. and even with prismatic, um, just the, the fact that the event existed was already like a, 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 almost like a miracle to us. Because mm-hmm. um, I had always been saying, "Oh, I want to tier like a Sayo and Hina event with you sometime," and Emmy's favorite holiday is Christmas. And so I was saying, hey, you know, wouldn't it be, it'd be great if we could get like a Sayohina Christmas, even like a baby Sayohina Christmas, because mm. I think that would make sense. And then like, I think like maybe like a month or two after the, after when I was t- talking about that is when the event itself got announced. So I was like, we have to do this. It's literally like the event that we've been wanting. So, mm. you know, oh, we ha- we made our server that uh, that very same day and have advertised it for a whole year had our roster set set in advance and we had so much that we wanted to do with the event and then just the timing completely threw everything off so mm-hmm. it was really stressful because i wasn't sure how it was going to work and i was like I, i'm pretty sure i could still somehow manage to make it work but um the person that we were going against had literally never done anything t10 or higher before and so we had no idea what to expect we didn't know what to expect out of the server that they were running in. And I think at the time, it was still, we were still thinking there was going to be three servers instead of like, and, and so like we had to account for like this server and then account for this other server. And it's like, it, it, it was a pretty bleak outlook at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and so we were definitely in the position where we were just thinking I, I know Emma was like Emma was saying she was thinking a lot about just dropping outright and I was saying uh I'm still going to try for T1 um I'm not going to force you into going for T2 I'm not going to tell you that you should drop uh I think you should decide for yourself what you want to do and whatever you want to do I will support mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. and look and you know eventually M decided yeah I'll, I'll decide to go for it and we'll just see how it goes mm-hmm. and somehow things worked out yeah yeah uh, when, when i when the event first got announced i was actually really nervous when i saw like at least like four or maybe even five servers i was just like oh man that's like crazy obviously as time passes and life happens people uh, have other plans and maybe things don't work out so then eventually dropped the competition dropped and then but it was still like you know there was still a lot of competition for this particular event i it was something that we were all foreseeing and and predicting but um, I, I guess one thing that really shows with, with you two, right? The fact that, um, you know, despite all the odds against you, right? Literally, Bushu Road screwing up uh, your, your schedules. And I mean, for Emmy, unfortunately, this wasn't the first time that Bushu Road screwed her over. Um, you know, oh my God. <laughs> the, so not only, you know, Bushu Road is kind of like against it. There's a lot of competition. So again, at the end of the day, though, you two really kind of worked together and really made it work out in the end. So I just want to maybe ask the two of you, like, what really, how, how important it really was to have not only the support from, you know, each other, but um, the support from your, your fellow friends, your fellow um, fillers in the server, as well as just, you know, being able to build that strong roster, sort of push yourselves and help each other um, get the goals that you need. Uh, um, anyone can answer. You should take this one. You should. You can take this one, Em. I, I talked to my. Yeah, I guess maybe <laughs> your, your your perspective, Emmy, especially when you know, again, you were like very stressed and possibly were even thinking about dropping it. So, what kind of, how did the support that you got help you convince you to sort of change your mind and still end up getting that that T two in the end? Uh, I think the first person I talked to was probably Evergreen. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him, oh, no, oh, it was it was kind of funny because I was like, yeah, I'm working 40 hours. And it was like after I after I semi decided that I might go for it. And he was like, why would you go for it? You have work. And I was like, because I wanted to with pastry. And he was like, why? You have work. And I was like, I want to tear this event, man. And he was like, he was like, don't worry. I believe in your like in your gorilla-ness i'm like i literally can't because i have to work what are you talking about and he was he was telling me like i think you shouldn't like focus on the podium goal but like mm-hmm. think about why you're tearing this event like why you're mm-hmm. tearing it. and i'm like because i want to tear with pastry and i don't think there would be another event where we would actually be able to like t1 t2 and he was like okay then you should just focus on like tearing with pastry like don't focus on the podium and that actually helped me a lot because like it helped calm me down a lot of times while I was tearing where I was okay stop looking at the numbers like mute everything close all the trackers and just focus on like the people you're playing with and like the room that you're playing with and it helped a lot with like me like calming down and actually being able to like focus on the game itself Mm -hmm. and it was also really helpful just to like have my friends 
in my DMs where I was like screaming because that's what I do. And they were like, oh, it's okay. Like you got this. I'm, oh, I'm behind you. But then, um, yeah, because of Prismatic's timing, it it happened at the same time as the Project Sekai event that like everyone was tearing so that was like a lot of like a lot harder to deal with too because the people that like usually i would be like seeing with or like rooming with like they were like yeah i have to tear this sekai event so like we can't really be together so it was kind of like I, that was also kind of like a struggle mm-hmm. um but i think <clears throat> the server i think itself was a little bit quiet so it was a little worrying, but like I'm really grateful for all the fillers that came in and all like everyone who came into VC. Like I was so I think this happens with every event I do afterwards where I'm really like over emotion overly emotional about everyone who came out because I'm like, oh I never expected like all these people to come out and like play with me and like talk to me. And I'm just like, Oh, thank you so much. Like we barely even talked before, but you're here and Thank you so much. Yeah, I think especially for me too, um, I knew I had a good roster, um, but I was also, but um, still with like a public server like Prismatic, you have a lot of like people that you don't necessarily have experience playing with before and you don't really know how things are going to go and there's definitely there were definitely like a good amount of people in there that I either hadn't really been in tiering servers before or I had never tiered with myself and just didn't really know what to expect out of and like Emma was saying the server did seem like pretty quiet when the event actually came around so I was kind of nervous that um things would be kind of dead but you know things I, I we ended up having a lot of really good fillers coming out and everybody that we roomed with performed really well. Um, and even f- for though we didn't have a lot, a lot of people coming out, the people that we did have show up really pulled some insane hours mm. to, help, to help us out or would play well beyond uh, what I would have expected out of people for filling. Uh, including you as well, Phil. (laughs) I didn't expect to hear that, but thank you. (laughs) And so, you know, ultimately, I think we're both very grateful to everybody who came into the server and would just pull, like, insane hours to help Phil for us. Obviously, it's, like, it's versus life, so it's not, like, a necessity to have Mm. full rooms, but we are still able to get full rooms or mostly full rooms anyways. And people would be so willing to just come and help and play with us until uh, we lit- we literally couldn't play anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, especially down down the down the stretch of like the final hours when <laughs> some of us were literally dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, I think I was really also like grateful for the fact like our t10s played with us so much like even when t10 was like pretty i think they stopped like it was at the point where t10 wasn't really moving but like i think crow and sinner were still like oh don't worry like we'll come in we're like doormat we're like fell for you and i was like crying and i was like thank you you guys don't even have to play like oh Oh my god and nebby too nebby literally filling on his normal account and then on his other account (laughs) And, you know, casually getting a T10 and a T100, and, you know, and it's 
crazy. Absolutely bonkers. Yeah, the, the amount of support you, you two got um, towards your goal really uh, it really just showed at the end. And, and it really, really uh, made the, the dream T1, T2 come true. So, um, you know, big, big congratulations once more on your achievements for both of you. Again, I think um, I could say as part of uh, everyone who filled for uh, and was part of your server was we were very grateful to see that final result. And we're really happy to have helped you achieve your dreams uh, on that on that event as well. Just a reminder that all special guests featured in the Refill Studio can be found in the Unga Academy Discord server. Links in the description below. Join our great community who is very passionate about Bang Dream, tiering, and many other interests. And we have weekly community events as well as contests for people to complete through challenges. Of course, all Filler Nation members can access the podcast live when they're recording in this Discord server as well. So we hope to see you there. Now with uh, Ian Dory being a little, um, you know, a little less certain, right? With the schedule being all wonky and and speed up and such, uh, do you guys have any, um, uh, I guess, um, high hopes of like what how they'll be able to handle the events moving forward and how that might affect your um, future plans of uh, tiering? I don't have any future plans. <laughs> um, I think before Prismatic uh, was announced, I was like, yeah, I am retiring. I am not dealing with this anymore. Like, I can't do this. Like, I, I can't just, like, not know what events. Like, I'm just going to retire on the spot. Mm-hmm. And then and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to tear again. I kind of hate what they did to us. Well, again, you had more than one bad experience, unfortunately. So, um, God, yeah, yeah I, don't I don't think like I think, yeah, I think Halloween got extended, and then mm-hmm. um, when the like when I did Devotally, that was like twelve, ten days, eleven days. I was like, days, why yeah. do you? Bushi hates me. Bushi <laughs> actually just hates me. <laughs> like I don't think I don't think anything has ever like gone like 100% any like any event I've ever done yeah that's fair that's fair I, I guess I, before I let the pastry answer that I just will maybe have you briefly um a- answer this uh, again there, there you have done a lot of events and they're all had some like huge hiccups right like the the 12 day uh Pope, uh Roka Rokoween event um Halloween event there was the uh of course devotedly as well that was ridiculously long for whatever reason um, which 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 event did you think personally what was the um uh the hardest event for you uh to tier hardest probably prismatic honestly like mm. that was so mostly because like i think the playing hours like hours alone they were like okay mm-hmm. but it's just like i had so much to do like fair, during fair. the event because i had to like work through it and then I don't know what was going with on on with like my hallucinations and I I don't even know what was going on with me that event. I was just like very emotionally like unstable. I have also bad for pastry because he was like he was T one, but it was like I kept having to get him to like take care of me. Like I was the T one and he wasn't even teary. <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry that you have to deal with me. And he's like, it's okay. I I I had like I get to sleep, so it's okay. And I'm like, stop talking. It was about true. Your sleep, please. It was true. 
Yeah. I really was okay for most of the event. Okay, that's that. That's yeah, right. I, I had to get yeah. him to like wake me up and like set alarms, and I'd be like, I don't think I could wake up. And he was like, I'll wake you up. I'm like, but you have to play. You have to sleep. And he's like, I'll wake you up. And I'm Aww. like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just just shows how how good it is to have support to to help you throughout your 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 journey for sure, right? Just to get that uh, emotional and actually like. Uh, the 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 in like the sort of the physical support of getting someone to actually just wake you up just like go wake up or like you know on vc or just by phone right just be like wake up <laughs> and then start playing so um yeah yeah it's uh it's definitely um uh definitely good for sure and i i was just gonna mention as well like you know this event wasn't necessarily short either it was still like an eight day event it was a, a normal event standard day so it was definitely not easy i, I imagine again though uh you know, as it goes to the 10 day event, like devotedly, the 12 day, uh, have a good Halloween. That was, I guess, also challenging in its own right when you know you, you have to tear for, for so long. Um, and maybe, well, maybe, maybe not necessarily have a good Halloween because I know like the event kind of uh, settled down quite, quite early, but for devotedly for sure, um, you were playing like pretty much like every time, like all the way to the end almost. Um, yeah, it's I such think a long I event. Might... Yeah, I think I only stopped because I was like, I don't want to play this event anymore. <laughs> I just like, I think I stopped like um, on the last day, maybe like 12 hours left. I don't know. I don't actually remember the exact time, but I was like, I don't want to play this event anymore. And I just like DM Sprite. And I was like, hello. Hi. Yes, I'm the T2. Can we like, do, does Skitter want like T2? Or like, can we can we settle? I'm not trying to get T1. So i don't want to play this game is it okay if we just like stop and they were like they were like oh my yeah uh, let me talk to skitter and i was like okay i don't want to play <laughs> me being in the other server in that time i i think it was a very mutual agreement that no one wanted to play anymore but no, it was but I, only, yeah. um, I think i slept i think i slept like i just like passed out after uh like the last time i played and they just like let me sleep and then they, they woke me up in an urgency and they were like skitter's like moving and i'm like did i move and i was like i had to wake up and i had to play and i was like why are they moving and then because skitter was playing eg was like don't worry i'll play and i was like with you and i'll just room with you i'm like okay okay so then we would play and then because eg is moving skitter would have to keep moving and then because Skitter's moving, I have to keep moving. And then because I'm moving, Sprite has to keep moving. And I was like, why are we all moving? This is useless. <laughs> like, even if we all play until the end, the, like, the ranks aren't going to change. Why? Why are we still playing? <laughs> Yeah, it was uh it was it was it was a it was a very interesting event. Cue the um that one emoji with Hina burning all the stars. Um <laughs> that that was the one that was what I felt like the entire time <laughs> when I saw like the development as as it went. So um but yeah, um again, uh a lot of difficult events that you persevered through despite uh you know what uh what happened. So good stuff to you, Emmy. You know what's kind of funny is I actually think prismatic being eight days worked in our favor because mm -hmm. the last because if it had been like a normal or, or i guess the new normal event standard of like five to six days i actually don't think you would have had enough time to catch up but because it was eight days we we had like more days where you didn't have work that you could just play all mm -hmm. the way through to like catch up and build some new ground work build new ground but yeah. 
So in, in a weird sense, it being eight days actually kind of worked in our favor and gave you a chance to actually get T2. Mm-hmm. Well, bless their little small technicality of like, you know, trying to make sure the event doesn't end on a, uh, on a weekend, right? So uh, small, small blessings there. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, uh, pastry, going back to the original question, um, your, your thoughts about, uh, you know, uh, how, how you're going to approach uh, your, your plans uh, as you continue that uh, goal towards getting the, the most amount of, uh, what was it, podiums, right? We talked about this last time. Um, was a podium? That is actually that is actually Caster's goal for most podiums. Okay. Um, I don't know. I actually I'm not really sure if I'm going to be tearing so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still thinking about it and whether I want to do more events in the future. But for right now, I don't actually really have anything planned from an event tearing perspective. I actually wanted to switch more into song tearing because mm, okay. um, I think uh eventeering is like not necessarily it's it's pretty time consuming you don't really have a choice but to like play like a lot for Mm eventeering and so um at least for me it's getting harder and harder to like have to take time off Mm -hmm. and find time to like sit set aside for playing so much when uh, i would rather take that time to do other stuff you know like i would use why don't use my time off for like going on vacation or whatnot mm-hmm. but song tearing you don't really have to worry about that you can just roll for the team and then play when you get a chance and yeah. it's even almost more beneficial to just play at your own leisure instead mm-hmm. of trying to like play too much and end up burning yourself out so sure. uh i definitely want to just switch more into song tearing so uh from that perspective the event ordering doesn't necessarily matter that much mm. it's just more of a matter of how is it going to affect my optimal team or not yeah yeah basically well, how, how quickly can you you grab that uh that optimal team and, and and such and of course if like events get out of order like for instance uh like for instance this current dream fest event that's getting delayed right um that mm-hmm. could bring some some people a little out of order in terms of like trying to get the cards they want but um in time but you know that's just that's the reality of us having to deal with uh uh with ian dory and their current struggles but um lights at the end of the tunnel with that um ojo majo uh uh, game leak so maybe the event the the version will be coming out soon but then things Mm -hmm. will kind of go back to normal but you know we'll we'll see how things yeah i think also just in general though um it's a lot harder to plan for events when you don't really know what's going to be coming. And I know theoretically we should be coming back to normal within like the next few months, but at least for me, I'd want to give it some time and see how things go for the next few months as well. Because I think at this point, my trust in Bushi to bring events at the right time is non-existent and so it it would have to take some time for that trust to be rebuilt before i can decide oh if i want do i want to do any more events Mm -hmm. um because there's definitely things that i would definitely want to do if they did show up Mm -hmm. um like for example i actually well i guess you can technically say prismatic is a sayo banner Mm -hmm. but i think the 
but uh, I, I, I still think that if there's ever like another solo Sayo banner, I would like to do that. Mm-hmm. Or if there's ever, you know, like um, certain dream events that I have, I would like to do those too. But sure. um, for now, for now, I don't really have anything in the pipeline. Um, not not to cross, but I do. I don't want to like close the door on that forever because I'm pretty sure that there will definitely be something at some point eventually that makes me want to come back. For sure. But for sure. it's one of the things things where it's kind of a. I'm just gonna have to wait and see how I feel when it comes to it. Yep. Yep. As the old saying goes, you um you always retire more than once. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So uh, before we we quick uh, wrap up the uh, the podcast, uh, I just want to go into one more um, interesting detail. Um, Emmy, I know other than uh, Bandery, and you already uh, mentioned this briefly with your friends, uh, you know, doing PJ Sekai tiering at the time. But you yourself also tiered in um, P- PJ Sekai and had a, a couple of really uh, amazing titles as well, including a top twenty. Uh, which is absolutely, I think, crazy. Uh, but can you tell, share a little bit more about your experiences tiering in uh, in Project Seikai and how that uh, is compared to to Bandai tiering? Um, okay, for first things, Project Seikai is like a lot more expensive, mm-hmm. just in terms of like you need the gotcha. Like I know they changed things now so that you definitely have to roll. But even then, as the events were coming out because you didn't have that many cards you would have to roll the gacha mm-hmm. so um and not only like you have to roll a gacha you have to prepare like beforehand that you have to so many dupes so you have to skill level the the cards and with like the dupe notes and then you have to mr the cards to have even more band power um in terms of the hours played it's also a lot more like i think my t20 even though it was even though it wasn't like super it wasn't like super super active i think it was just like okay like in the middle average like, i think i still played more than i played in like devotedly for that title mm. um, and i think it was actually a cheerful carnival so i think i actually my wallet got the better side of things mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i think when i talked to Ichi, he has like a t Fifty in the early events and i was telling him how much i spent and he was like oh my god like how did you spend like the around around like the same amount as me and still end up with the t20 so i think cheerful carnivals are like cheaper still mm-hmm. but i think that game in general is just pretty like a lot more expensive and you have to play a lot more hours but i do like the titles a lot like i like the titles more than i like ian dory's titles just because they put in i feel like they just put in a lot more effort like mm-hmm. i think with Ian Dory, they for their titles they take um they just take like a card, I think, the mm-hmm. untrained card or trained card, I'm not too familiar, and they just stick like a title on. And projects like Kai, they just they make their own um backgrounds. Like it's not from like a card at all. They just make it and it's just really it's really pretty. I, I don't know, the T twenty, I'm like super proud of that T twenty. And I think also you don't need a tiering server for it, because projects like Kai tiering, um I don't think it's going to be the same thing for like Ian Project Sekai probably, but in JP, we mostly just use Twitter rooms and you can actually get like T10s with Twitter rooms too if you just play the whole way through. Well, it depends on the event, I guess. Like depends on, because I think with um, 25G, you probably can't get away with Twitter rooms unless it's like 
better than usual, kind of. But you can get away with just like Twitter rooming. And Twitter rooming is really convenient. Mm. Unless they kick you out. But they, <laughs> they, they, they do kick you out. Like, um, with because boosting is really hard. It's really like, I think in Eandoy, you just, um, you just fill. Like, mm. you can doormat. Like, you, like, your Wi Fi doesn't really matter, like, too much unless it's like super competitive and your team doesn't matter. But your team in Project Sakai matters like a lot for filling like for my t20 i had to get like zia and levi to like bring in their boost teams and like everyone who filled had to bring in like a boost team when i was figuring out like a five-man room Mm -hmm. and it's just like and there's this thing where if you oh if you join a twitter room and then you outscore the booster then they'll kick they'll kick you out and because like they won't say anything either like they'll all just like leave randomly and you'll be like well now i'm kicked out (laughs) Well, I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay, well, what now? Now I have to find another room. And sometimes they have really dead hours. Like, I think mm. ESTA would probably be, like, uh, 2 p.m., maybe 2 p.m. to, like, 6 p.m. or so, where there are literally no rooms, and then they just kick you out anyway, so. Yep, that's uh, <laughs> very, very, very interesting life, uh, you know, hearing in, in, in Seikai. I, you know, again, I'm not too familiar with personally. I just know that it is mm-hmm. a bit more, uh, it's obviously a lot more competitive because uh, playing against Japanese players in the server is uh, is quite crazy. There, there's definitely some big, big gorilla players over there. And yeah. of course, uh, you know, the expenses, uh, the, the whaleness as well. So um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's quite something. Um, but... Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I think uh, as well with with PJ Seikai, especially because it's a Japanese server. It is the the first one. I'm gonna throw a bit of a curveball question to you, but um, you, you actually also technically don't really know what event's coming up. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you see an event, you're like, oh, I want to tier for it. You just kind of you kind of go for it, right? So um... yeah, there are um, some leaks. Mm. Like you, if you follow like the right accounts. <laughs> Like, they'll somehow, I don't know how, but they'll somehow, like, data mine or find out, like, what exactly. So, you do have, like, some kind of idea. Like, I know um, this current event, the Honami event, you, like, we didn't know exactly about it, but we knew it was, like, coming eventually. Like, we knew, like, around the same time frame. And I know, like, people who run for, like, T1, they actually do make the server, like, beforehand. Like, they just don't have the exact dates. Yeah. So, like, they do know, like, somewhat. Well, that, well, that's pretty interesting. So, uh, again, um, you know, Project Seikai is definitely a, a another big uh, tiering community and uh, another really fun rhythm game as well uh, that many people have been uh, playing. And um, I guess one more question is, if you were to bring one thing from Project, Project Seikai into, um, like, something that you like about it into Bandari, like, what would that be? It could be anything. It could be like, it could be just what you said before, like maybe make the titles prettier or or something else, like maybe like a game mechanic. Uh, what would that be? Uh, I don't know because Project Sakai has a lot of things that I like about it. Like I really mm. like the, um, there's a costumes feature that you can just dress them up in yeah. and then you can like make a, if you play like just the 3D MV, you have like the little sprites playing in their like little like their costumes, and it's like it's really cute. And I really like <laughs> it. so maybe that maybe something like that would be cool. But I don't know if they could ever actually do it. Yeah, 
But that, that that that'd be a pretty big resource talk. But like I I do also like I I don't play it like religiously. I play it from time to time. But I, every time they have mm-hmm. those like little MVs, you have like those little mini concerts, and you have the, like the chibis going in. And yeah, it's I, really, that cute. really cute. It's really cute. Like for Saki's sure. birthday, like um, I just pulled like five people, and we just had like Saki. Um, like sake cards. So then, when we recorded the MV, it was just like the Leonid band setting, but like instead of the Leonid members, it was just all sake, like sake on the guitar, sake on the bass, sake on the drums. It was so nice. Sake nation for sure. So. Exactly. <laughs> and and we, we we would all know that sake. And they would all be place. like in different costumes too. And they mm-hmm. would be like, oh, like sake in her first like Stella outfit over here, like playing the bass. And I think what what we found during the birthday, like when I was doing the birthday live, was that all of us have like different. I think it was all of us have different sakis and like mm-hmm. like so like they, they would see like my sake on the drums but i would see my sake on the bass or something mm-hmm. and it would be like so weird i'd be like look i'm on the i'm on the drums and they'd be like no you're on the bass and i'm like what <laughs> it's uh oh. interesting oh sorry you, you know what I actually uh, you know what actually i think would be cool to bring from sakai to bandery mm-hmm. oh i have two things that i would like to see first the fact that Sekai actually lists like the entire rankings down to like T100. Oh, that is that is super nice and something that I would love to see in Bandry. And then the other thing I would like is the Project Sekai like profiles. Mm. Oh yeah, because you can make your own profiles. Like they're really nice. Yeah, oh, I, I I think I remember like seeing a couple of like the profiles that people made like our friends did, and I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Why can't we have this in Bandry? That would be so nice. I know Sue made like a Mizu and I like one of their like cover songs like into their profile and it was really cool. Oh, I also think that like Project Sakai has like an auto automated system where they like if someone hits above like I think an impossible score, they'll like immediately catch it and they'll just warn the entire room like there's a hacker in your room or something. Oh man. And I'm like, maybe we should bring that into Bandery. <laughs> I actually think I actually I think Bandery does have something like that already in place. It's just that the limitations that they have set on it are so high that it's like functionally useless. Though mm. <laughs> well, so I do I do remember um when the first team live came to Bandry and JP, they actually had this the um, the auto banning feature that Sekai does, mm-hmm. except they had a problem with it where they used the the score limit that Sekai has mm-hmm. for um, to tell if people were like hacking or not. But the problem is that the scoring in Sekai and the scoring in Bandary is different. So scores that were impossible in Sekai were possible in Bandary, but people were still getting flagged as like a, a hacking because of it. It's kind of interesting. People could like naturally hit, I think because I think the limit was three mil in Sekai or something yeah, like that. Like and and then like there were people in Bandary who could hit like 3.3 mil on A2s legitimately and <laughs> getting flagged by the auto- automated like cheat detection. <laughs> it's crazy. And it also shows that it's like, well, if Bandary could also already grab stuff from Seikai, like look at all the things we've listed that they could grab, right? <laughs> right. So, hmm, big pensive. I'm Ushra? just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Bushiro, listen, listen, uh, you know, we'll, uh, 
maybe so here's some of these suggestions. Maybe you'll be able to implement it, and maybe uh, refund Emmy's G from uh, a couple years ago. Oh yeah, please refund <laughs> it. Like I could really use it, and like I don't even think I'm the first person that happened to. Like I think yeah. I want. Oh wow, it was Ashley. I think we would do it ourselves, and they were. We were talking. I was like, that happened to me. And they were like, that happened to you. Did you get your G back? And I was like, no. And they were like, oh, no. Pretty it's pretty common, actually. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, hopefully Bushiro will uh, continuously try to uh, uh, improve the, the game. Of course, JP Dora has some really interesting mechanics they're adding and their new features that I think are really appreciative. It's obviously a matter of whether or not how the worldwide uh, server will implement it um, into the game later, but uh, yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully, things will um, things will prove here. So, fingers crossed. I actually am looking forward to doing Mathy lives. Um, yeah. The team team lives are like they're interesting, but um, the randomly selected songs. It's pretty chaotic. I can see it being like yeah, I can see it being like pretty like annoying because it's like you're taking the the problem the problem of versus where you're like reliant on other people uh, where it's like relying on other people still and then you still have to worry about that in context of having to worry about another five people on top of that too um and it's just kind of like this like weird incentive where you both want to outscore the people in your room but also as a room outscore the, the other team yeah. um it's kind of a weird dynamic but mm -hmm. with medley lies i feel like it would just be fun to be if totally in control of what you want to do the entire time without actually having to rely on a tiering server at all. Mm. So it's it's one of those things where like you don't have to prep in advance for it and you can just decide day of even, oh, I want to tier this. I don't have to worry about setting up a server or anything for it. I can just play. Mm -hmm. So yep. that's that that's something that I'm really interested in. I think Whoever it's supposed could, to be um... familiar. I think it's supposed to be similar to uh, D4 DJ, right? They have yeah, 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 D4 DJ. Has well, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Their medley lives. I, I think I, I'm not sure how similar they are, but um, they do have medley lives as events. Um, I guess it's just again testing whoever can menu faster. So <laughs> menu menuing skills. I'm sure Pastry, you have a uh, very fast menuing skills. So Pastry's <laughs> super fast. <laughs> I mean, Emmy's pretty fast too. I'm just saying. I'm not that fast. I think my You're pretty fast. You're pretty fast. Refilling is my refilling is pretty slow. I think. We need to uh, one day uh, do like a, like a time trial. Get a whole bunch of people to see how quickly they could <laughs> they could time uh, time trial like refills. See how quickly they could do that. <laughs> but anyway, I think it's. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was gonna say. I think in terms of like actual in room menuing. Yeah. Um, and prob probably like we're around as fast as you can really be without. We're at we're at the point where our menuing speed is less limited by ourselves and more limited by device. Um, but if it comes to refilling, I'm pretty sure I think I'm probably one of the best or fastest okay. refillers. It's because you use like two fingers like i don't know how you do it i tried doing like the two like the the video that pastry has up it's like yeah. the tiering servers now like i can't do it like i just don't know where to place like my finger that it like hits the right button so i end up just using one finger and going really fast it's not fast <laughs> <laughs> 
it's a, it's a, it's an art. It's a, it's a technique. It's a skill. You know, say what you need, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be. It's, it's, it's interesting because again, like re refill, like I, as you mentioned, pastry. It's like a, it, it is kind of hampered by now, like kind of, uh, I guess, uh, moderated by just the fact of what device you have and hopefully what kind of internet connection you have and how how good your internet is compared to the. Uh, the worldwide server because there's some countries I think from what I heard that um, if you're just from this country the worldwide server is just like you know what we're just not gonna make it make life easy for you when with loading times so you know that's you know what I really want I really want them to implement refilling like in the room like yeah. I do not want to exit the room like in Sakai you can just like refill in the room like while the song selection is going on and you just like tap really fast like I think uh, Pacer was saying, like, telling me before, like, you could at the end, like, with the flame refilling, or like, yeah, you used to be able to yeah. just refill from rooms with like, flame. Why can't, why can't we do on. that anymore? I don't know why they took it up. I think, I think there was like an issue where, like, I think it was a change that was made with um, casual players in mind because. Uh, you couldn't necessarily see how many flames you had refilled when you were doing that. You you would literally just be like, you tap and you add 10, and then you tap and you add 10, and you tap and you add 10. At some point, it's just like, oh, you're going to go over the limit. You can't refill anymore. And that's when you knew when to stop. But as a cat, but I can imagine a situation where if you're a casual player, uh, you don't realize that it goes through. So you just keep adding more flames more than you, more than you would like mean to. And then you're just like, oh, well, now I'm down like 900 stars. When I only want to use like a hundred stars for ten for ten flames, so it might be a change that they did in like that, with that in mind. But even then, I still feel like there's like a better solution for it mm -hmm. than what we currently have. You could take Sekai's code and let us <laughs> refill in the room. I, I I love how when we talked about name one thing and we already named like at least five. <laughs> 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 crazy, crazy. Um, uh, we're going to wrap up the, uh, the episode today, but before we wrap up, I just want to answer, have you to answer the question we got from our, uh, Filler Nation members. And that is, um, who is the, who is the bigger whale? So maybe I'll give you guys, uh, 30, 30 <laughs> seconds to admit it to, uh, say, or to convince the viewers why you think the other person is the bigger whale. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am totally free to play. I have not it's... spent a dime on this game, so it's yeah. definitely Emmy. You know, she literally is just talking about how she spent a hundred dollars, and you know, a hundred. No, I didn't zero, spend a so. hundred. I lost one hundred dollars. What's wrong with you? You I still put a hundred dollars in. into the game. Therefore, you spend one hundred dollars on the game. Pastry is the bigger whale because he just whales on like everything. He just whales on every banner. Also, he song tears, and I don't song tear so. Well, song hearing is yeah. more expensive. Yes, because he has like a T1. He has two <laughs> T1s. And he also has like a bunch of podiums. I have like measly three. They're, and he has, he has like more cars than me too. So, And his luck is bad. So this means that he gotcha more. <laughs> wow, way to add salt to the wound. Bad gotcha luck. No, his luck is so bad. Like, I'm so sorry. Basically, like, like when I was rolling, I think... Do you have O-Tire? I don't remember what I was rolling for. I was like, wow, my balls are pretty good. How did your score? He posted his, and it was like every roll was a min roll, a three-star. And I was like, isn't this supposed to be a DF? Like, I'm so sorry. Like, how did you end up with this? 
Yeah, um, for context, okay. Um, I think over the course of this year on mm. non-Dreamfest banners, my four-star pull rate is around 1.2%. Oh. And my Dreamfest pull rate is about 2%. Yikes. <laughs> I have gone from zero to like 250 multiple times without a single four star it's really bad it's really bad yikes yeah it's pretty bad well i i think uh regardless the fact that uh both of you have multiple podiums multiple song (laughs) titles i i think you know uh, there's a little bit of whale in everyone in this uh in this uh in this room here so Um, but uh, that will conclude uh, the the episode. Um, any last uh, shout outs or um, uh, words you all like to say to the viewers? Uh, either of you could yeah, say anything. Uh, we'll start with. I say, um, well, first of all, thank you, Phil, for having us on the show again. I know it's like my third time at least, but it's always a pleasure. To, it's always a pleasure to be on, and I really enjoy getting to explore all these different topics with you and uh, talk about all these different moments. And luckily, there's always something to talk about because I'm always doing stuff. So, um, but you know, it, it, it's always nice to ha- be able to discuss this in like a more public space and see how people feel about. Um, the things that I do and be able to like talk about all of my uh, opinions on all different matters. And uh, just in general, I'm, it, it's nice to have this kind of environment where we can have these sort of discussions and be open about um, all these different topics. Uh, and I think I mentioned before that I do really enjoy listening to the podcast and going through these and getting to hear from all these different people in the community. So uh, yeah, you know, just in general, I really enjoy everything about the podcast series, and I'm grateful to have been invited for a third time. <laughs> well, thank you for your kind words, Pastry. Yeah, thank you for inviting us. Thank- yeah, it's pretty nice because I'm pretty quiet, so I don't really talk a lot. So it's really nice to have like both you and Pastry just like direct the conversation a little. <laughs> and then maybe vent a few times as well but <laughs> it's really, it, there's a lot of like really interesting stories that came out like some of them i've heard before others i haven't so it's like you know again it's always nice to just have these stories and experiences shared and and have people learn about it and just be like oh well, that was an interesting experience so yeah yeah. honestly there's still so much we could have talked about too like i, <laughs> I think we, we didn't even go into like that much depth on um prismatic like we didn't oh. talk we could have talked about like Sinna's t3 snipe at the end or like <laughs> emmy's emmy's uh experience with hallucinations oh my god oh, no. those hallucinations were really weird wow it was like i was working during the event right so i think that had some kind of thing to do with my hallucinations because i kept like hallucinating that I was working, but not in my regular workspace. I think the first time I was like hallucinating that I was, I was working in like a medical office typing letters up for the doctors, and the second time I was hallucinating that I was like in a grocery store unpacking boxes for some reason. <laughs> it was really weird. 
it was honestly kind of scary. such a weird experience because I, I remember you were like just saying like why are we splitting up all these boxes I'm just like <laughs> what boxes are you talking yeah, about I was like it was, the boxes it, on the screen and I was like what it, boxes it kind of made sense either because it was right after like I got featured blocked for an hour so I went to go lie down for an hour and sleep and I just woke up and I started hallucinating and I was like why are we putting all these boxes it's like one A2 is one box and Pastry was like what are you talking about <laughs> And I was like, these boxes, like, we just have all these boxes. Like, what about this magazine? And he was like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, okay. I was like, like, these boxes, like, what what are we doing? Like, why are we just here? And he was like, okay, tell me, tell me where these boxes are. And I was like, like, oh, this magazine, like, this A2. It's like, where am I supposed to put this? And he was like, tell me exactly where the box is. I'm like, it's in, like, the bottom. And he was like, no, tell me exactly where. I'm like, it's, like, at the bottom left on my feet. And I looked down. And I was like, there is no box. I'm it was an interesting experience to say the least i don't know what else to say (laughs) all-time commentary on all-time commentary i just remember you being like what are we what are we even doing right now i was like i'm just like we're playing a2s and and he was like so we're putting one a2s per box and i'm just like hmm what (laughs) What are you talking about? <laughs> I, it was really, yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I think, Phil, it was just good that you weren't, like, you weren't listening at all. <laughs> like, I, I, was I, 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 I did not listen to it was, it was It was probably really late at night, and I was probably not yeah, out, I think, but... yeah, I think it was, like, 3 a.m., and I was just, like, crying with pastry, and I was like, what are we doing? And then, like, every few hours, I would be like, are we still playing A2s? And he was like, yes, we were still playing A2s. And like a few seconds later, I was like, are we still playing? Is this A2s? Are we playing A2s? And he was like, yes. <laughs> well, uh, that, that just made uh, maybe people who are new to Tyr maybe be like, oh, that sounds a little scary. I don't know if I want to experience that. I don't know. <laughs> I think when I saw when I saw Caster's like tweet on like how he was like warning people like oh like you should be afraid of hallucinating like when I looked at it I was like oh you know what like maybe one day I want to try playing as hard as I can to see if I hallucinate that was a no I'm like looking back at myself I'm like no I'm like balking myself like, you do not want to experience like do not like don't ever say that to me again <laughs> hmm, hmm. Yeah, I, right. I, I don't recommend recommend. Yeah, don't don't want to don't say that. Like, just oh my god, I was on something. Well, well noted, well noted life advice. Uh, don't do any sort of drugs that will cause hallucinations, <laughs> and of course, that drug includes playing A to Z for like I don't know who who knows how long, but. Anyway, uh, again, thank you both of you for taking the time to join us in the podcast today. And again, it was great to hear so much from from you too. And uh, of course, um, for those listening, feel free to again uh, check out the website, check out the Discord server if you want to learn more about the the podcast series and be able to um, suggest special guests for next time. Um, But until then, the set has been complete. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listening. It's your host, SB Fellows 4, and the Refill Studio will be back next time. But until then, take care and bye-bye. Bye. Bye.